I'm bored. I'm bored. Hello there and welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories. I'm your host, Brian Davis. For this week's episode, we're going to talk about movies that are simply too damn long. Now, we might actually enjoy these films, but could notice some scenes that could have been cut out or certain directors that just have a penchant for going too long. So we'll talk about those, and I will give you my top five list now. All right, number five on my list for movies that are just too long for me is It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World from 1963. Now, this movie should have been called It's a Long, 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 Long Movie. Now, don't get me wrong. This is a classic, and it's a fabulous comedy, but at over two and a half hours, it's simply madness to watch any movie not called The Godfather for this long. However, the movie really is a blast with tons of stars like Spencer Tracy, Jonathan Winters, Mickey Rooney, Milton Berle, Sid Caesar, Buddy Hackett, Ethel Merman, and Jimmy Durante. Interestingly enough, the original preview of this film was 210 minutes. It was later cut to 192 at the premiere, and then finally down to 161, which is the version that most people have seen. If you didn't know already, the premise of the film is about a group of strangers who happen to witness a man, that's Jimmy Durante, drive up a cliff. While attempting to rescue the man, he tells them about a hidden treasure in Southern California before dying. This leads to an intense dash by the bystanders to find this treasure. So basically, if you've seen the remake, which was Rat Race, which I believe came out in 2001, the original premise is from It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World. (laughs) Number four is Fantasia from 1940. Now, this is an anomaly in the early Disney treasures because most of the Disney films never suffered from bloat. They were always trimmed down perfectly. Walt Disney was a master at editing films, and he never left in things they thought didn't progress the story. Fantasia's different because it's really not a kid's movie, and that that in part is the problem. The poster would have Mickey Mouse on it, you know, in his wizard's outfit, and so you think that the movie is going to be predominantly a cartoon, you know, with Mickey Mouse in it. Well, the fact is, he's really only in the movie for about 10 minutes, and the rest of it is kind of a... Uh, montage of various classical pieces and I remember the first time my mom took me to see Fantasia in the theater I fell asleep so I do remember enjoying the scenes with Mickey Mouse but really the film was way too long and boring at the time for me to sit through you know years later I would appreciate the classical music but to be fair two over two hours of classical music on screen is too long for anyone Number three on my list is pretty much every Judd Apatow movie that he directs. Now, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy Judd Apatow movies, but I have a preference for comedies and comedies that are 90 minutes or less. After 90 minutes, you're pushing your luck to keep up the funny. That's just my opinion, but this is my podcast, so there we go. Anyway, I'm going to read off the five movies that Judd Apatow has directed. One, he started off good with 40-Year-Old Virgin, only 116 minutes. Even then, it felt a little bit long, but I could deal with it. It's hilarious. Great movie. Next, he came out with Knocked Up. That was 129 minutes. Way too long. Uh, Funny movie, again, but it could have been cut down by at least a half an hour. Next was Funny People, which 
is masked as a comedy, but it really isn't. That's 149 minutes. Good lord. Next is This is 40 at 134 minutes. Maybe he's sensing that he should maybe cut back. His last movie, Trainwreck, was only 125 minutes. Now, I heard, I've been reading that his next movie is going to be a comedic version of War and Peace at 324 minutes. So we'll see how that goes. Number two is Gone with the Wind from 1939. Now, of course, this might be, seem like sacrilege to some, but look, it's a four-hour movie. And of course, it's a classic. I love Clark Gable. I love his character. The problem with me in this movie, besides being four hours long, is I just don't like Scarlet. Vivian Lee was great as the character, but how can you get behind a character that you loathe and then sit and watch four hours of it? I just can't do it. I saw it at the Stanford Theater, which is beautiful. They had an intermission, so it was basically four and a half hours. My God. So, sorry, Gone with the Wind. That was a one and done. Never doing it again. Frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> All right, number one on my list for movies that I feel are just way too long is Cleopatra from 1963. Now, I went through on a movie kick where I was just watching all the classic films that I had to see, and for years I had heard that even though Elizabeth Taylor's in it and Richard, T Richard Burton, this was <laughs> just a drag of a movie. And I, I, I swear by Leonard Maltin's classic movie guide. And so simply, I'm going to read his review, which pretty much nails it. And he writes, Saga of the Nile that goes on and on and on. Definitely a curiosity item, but you'll be satisfied after an hour. Good acting, especially by Harrison and McDowell. That's uh, Rex Harrison and Roddy McDowell. But it's lost in this flat four-hour misfire. Nevertheless, it earned Oscars for cinematography, art direction, set decoration, costumes, special effects. So at 251 minutes, I'm never watching it ever again. All right, I'm dying to hear what other people have to say, and I'll come back later and wrap this all up. Okay, so hopefully this this interview doesn't go way too long, but we're going to do... Too late. Movie. We have control over it. Too late, yes. <laughs> Movies that are way too long. And, oh my gosh. and you have a fun list. So. And as you know, I'm not the most patient person. <laughs> and sitting still is difficult yeah. in general for me. So, I mean, most movies by this would be too long for me. But, mm -hmm. um, and the thing I, I was going to say about this is these are movies that are too long, and I probably don't remember the ending because I either tuned out or got up to leave. Right. Or was doing other things around the house because I was like, this is just way too long. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Um, and when you're at the theater, that's oh the worst God. feeling in the world. Right. So pretty much anything that Mark uh, Scorsese does is too, too long. Yeah. So if you see the uh, uncut extended edition, you better post up and get some like non-perishable food right. items because you're going to be there for a while. Right. You're like, I know it's all heavy and dramatic, Scorsese, but does another person have to take a bat to the head for us to be like, God, it's another 20 minutes? Right, or the full Jeez. album of whatever Rolling Stones. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I do appreciate, like Casino, mm -hmm. one of my favorites. That's where it kind of works. Doesn't, that yeah. doesn't seem too long to me. because And, but you know what? If it's a true story, based on a true story, I can... Sit through it, right? To a point. Yeah, to a point. But there's a lot of things. Well. <laughs> well, here you go. That brings me to my next two long movies. <laughs> um, Titanic. Yep. First of all. Like, I think the movie is longer than it actually took for the real ship to sink. 
The real ship sank in like what two hours, ten minutes? Not even, maybe and this an hour. Like and it's like wow, the yeah. ship. Uh, I know there's extra parts to it, but it's like come on, yeah. And um, Pearl Harbor, yeah. another one over three hours. Boats yeah. sinking, water, whatever. Two of my least favorite things. Yes. Like you have panic attack a little bit. Um, three hours of Ben Affleck, is, right? And yeah. they're both true stories about tragedy. And people are like, oh, it's a great movie. You know what? It was great. Your grandma's funeral. <laughs> like that's about how sad. It's like why is this a good, a good time to watch things about all? Okay. Oh, the cinematography. Oh, and with Titanic, it was like James Cameron's ego is so huge. Yes. He spent billions of dollars, and then the Oscars came, and then it's like everybody was like blowing smoke up his ass. Okay, great, we're good. So. Um, yeah, when's the last time there was like a very, sh not short, but like a 90, 90 minute film that won the Oscar? Or that know? wasn't, didn't want to make you slash your wrist. Right. Like, oh, Leaving Las Vegas, that's a great movie. No. No. That's depressing. Yeah. Uh, what was it? The Black Swan? Yeah. Again, depressing. Depressing wins. My no, God. No. Well, then I should have won an Oscar long ago. <laughs> so, um, brings me to my... Another one, yeah. which I, I guess maybe there's something to be said about true stories. Mm -hmm. um, Summer of Sam. Yeah. Which is based on that crazy uh, serial killer in the, what was it, the 70s? Yeah, in New so, York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, and so that has a pretty good cast of people. It's just gets to a point where, you know what it does? You think it's over and you're like, and oh, okay. And then it's all, then it kicks up. It's like, oh, I think the acid trip is ending. And it's like, nope, <laughs> there you go. You got another four hours to freaking deal with it. <laughs> So it's over three hours long. We just looked it up. Wow. But, no, no, it's uh, two hours and twenty. I gotta look it up again. At that point, it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just point. But yeah. yeah, it's um, that one is one of those of like some time and of your life you never get back. That's right. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And Wolf of Wall Street, but everybody loves that, so I have to be careful because somebody's gonna like. But yeah. that's almost, I want to say, well over two and a half hours. Yeah, but there's something about that one. It's like, okay, just do however many lines of Coke. Yeah. Maybe take them three or four away, and you could wrap it up. Right. We're we, good. We get that you're... Right. We yeah. get... It's Scorsese and Leo on their ego trip, and yep. it's like, oh, that's great, but can you guys just go to, like, Burning Man together or something and stop torturing the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> See, this didn't go on wrong at all, so good okay. job. We, we know how to edit. Applause, applause. <laughs> I'm bored. So we have Amanda back. It's been probably like two months. Two months, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> she picks and chooses what um, topics she wants to be on. And for whatever reason, the longest movies ever, or the movies that are way too long for her, is the one that stuck out. So I'm happy to have you on the podcast again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I can tell she's super nervous. So. Anyway, so what is your choice or choices for movies that are way too long for you? I think uh, this is a little bit, you know, not everybody's going to like this opinion. Well, this is what I want. I want controversy. <laughs> I want people yeah, sending emails and all that fun stuff. So. I think The Lord of the Rings okay, which trilogy. One? All, all of them. Yeah. Yes. I have, like, repeatedly tried watching them and uh -huh. fell asleep. Yes. <laughs> and, like, I read the book. Yeah. Yeah. But those movies are so long, and there's three of them. Yeah. And They're almost each about three hours? I think so, yeah. That's and then there's crazy. The Hobbit. Yeah. And each Hobbit is three hours. Why didn't you do last week's episode for movies that everyone likes but that you don't like? Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. That's oh, all right. I'll splice you back in on that one. But no, this is good. So you you tried watching all three of them? I think so. I think, yeah. I remember clearly trying to watch the first one. Mm -hmm. And I know the characters. I know the little world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I fell asleep. <laughs> now, did you read the? You said you read the books. I think I read, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I read it in Portuguese, but I read the books. Right. Well, but how could you get through the books and not the movie? I know that's, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm with you because I can't stand Harry Potter and the, and the <gasps> Lord of the Rings. I know. So Harry Potter you can get through. Of course. Harry so, Potter is amazing. So what's the difference between Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings? What, what is the difference movie-wise to you as opposed That's to one being true. boring and one not being? I don't know. I just, Lord of the Rings <laughs> didn't, didn't catch me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know, you know, my precious, all the little, you know, famous quotes. I'm, I'm looking at you blankly because I have no idea what any of this means. So you know yeah, the yeah. quotes, my precious, that Gollum says. Gollum's the little... Uh, Gollum is the little dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know the quotes, I know the characters, but it just didn't capture me like Harry Potter. Like, I just Frodo, read the last... Frodo's this one, right? Okay. Frodo, I yeah. Do know. That's the one that played um, Mikey in Goonies, right? Oh, I don't See, know. See, this is why I reference. Okay. I think it is. I think it's... You've seen Goonies, right? You're much younger, so yes. You, yeah. You've never seen Goonies? Oh my I think God. I have. Is it the one that they grow? <laughs> no, those are gremlins. My laugh was too loud. You know, you need to see both. You need to see gremlins and I Goonies. Need you need to catch up with your G movies from the 80s. I know. I am working very hard on that. Good. Okay. So, yes. Lord of the Rings trilogy, way too long. Yeah. Any other ones? Uh, I used to think Star Wars was way too long, okay. but I stopped, like I actually watched yeah. a few months ago and it's amazing. Those are the originals you're saying, like the, yeah. the first three. Um, that's they're, interesting yeah. because they're actually not, and they're probably about two hours. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. they're not that long. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess when you're a kid, everything yeah, can I seem think so. a lot longer. That was the great thing about Disney movies back in the day is they were all about 80 minutes, 70 minutes, yeah. 75 minutes, and it was perfect. So Yeah. Yeah, I always watched all the Disney movies. All right, Lord of the Rings, I'm with you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm bored. Okay, so we got Kent back on the podcast, and this week we're doing uh, movies that you feel are just too long for whatever reason. So what's your what's your choice for this week? After a lot of thought, I came up with uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Because mm -hmm. I, I remembered it as a long movie, and I thought it was two or two and a half hours, and I looked it up, and it was three hours, and I thought, okay, that's the right, that's the answer then for me. So did it did it feel too long when you were watching it, or? Yeah. A little bit. Some of, you know, before, I I probably watched it months after it. It won the, the Academy Award, Oh, right? yeah. Best yeah. Picture, yeah. Mm -hmm. I probably watched it many months after that, and I knew it had a lot of excess, and, yeah. and you know, you watch the movie has like so many orgy scenes. Or I don't know what it's like. I get the point. Yeah, I get one the point. Yeah, yeah. One, I understand. He's trying to show what the lifestyle yeah. was, and I, I mean, how many times do we? You do coke a couple times. That's all. I need. You don't have to do it every fifteen minutes. So I got it. it was, yeah. But I don't. And it's odd that he he'd think that he'd feel the need to push that down our throats. Yeah, to get, to get that. I think it's a Scorsese thing because I, you know, most of his movies are just super long. So Goodfellas. Casino, yeah, um, the gangs in New York, gangs in New. Oh man, there's a real yeah. another one. They're all high quality. But yeah, it's like you know, you can you can do two two hours, two fifteen. You know? Yeah, it's funny. Okay, so no. in, in the middle of the movie, there's one very long scene. It's probably ten minutes long. Where where the you've, you've seen the movie? Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the guy, the guy, the IRS guys come on the boat, his huge, humongous yacht. Mm -hmm. And they That's right. and yeah. how that convert and it's really it's in the middle of the movie and it's it's almost ten minutes long I think mm -hmm. and it's interesting to see it that that scene and that's a, like a Tarantino style scene yeah. where it's it's such a long take or not one take but mm -hmm. it's a long scene in one one venue and that was really a good a good scene I thought yeah. but but the uh, the way it changed you know the way they come on the boat there's and they're, 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 he's he's trying to bribe them without 
overtly bribing them, right. and then at the very end, he's uh, you know they you know, the whole scene breaks up. Yeah. But uh, but as a whole, the movie I thought it was a little bit much. You know? It's interesting because I guess when you're going to the movie, you know you can want to get your money's worth. But as for reading viewing, <laughs> unless it's The Godfather, watching a three-hour movie yeah. is tough. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. That's a good one. So thank you, Ken. Thank you for having me again. I'm bored. Okay, for this week we are with Gwen. And we're going to try to keep it short because it'd be ironic if we made this a really long interview. So name the movie or movies that you feel are just way too long. Okay. So one of them is a classic film. Okay. Great film, but just too long. And the critics said that it was too long. Mm -hmm. And that is Dr. Zhivago. That's a great one. Yeah, so I grew up watching this um, when each time it came on mm -hmm. the television because my mom loved this film. And when I was a kid, all I can remember is just one scene because I didn't see the whole entire thing. Right. Um, and it's this one scene when he was really young um, and he's in his room, it's dark, and there's like a tree branch like ticking on the window. Mm -hmm. And that's the only scene I you remember. I remember. <laughs> But it's a great film, and later on in life, um, as an adult, you know, I saw the yeah. whole thing, and um, yeah, it's a great like masterpiece. I it's guess you close to say. four hours, isn't it, or something like three and a half hours? Yeah, it's over three hours yeah. um, long, and here we go. Let's see, 193 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so a little over three three yeah. hours. But yeah. the 200 minutes was really released in 1992. Yeah, a lot of f films they have they get. Edited, I was like the 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 release party has has one, and then they they always change it up. So. Right, and so you know this film is set in the backdrop of World War One, yep, and the Russian Revolution, the Russian Civil War, and so you see these main characters going through all these different um, historical events. Yeah, um, which brings me to another film that I thought was long mm -hmm. and that is the english patient oh you know i haven't seen it so yeah really I, well, it's yeah wow. did you read the book too no okay. i didn't so how long is the english english patient? it's 162 minutes okay um which is almost no, that's almost three hours yeah that's, yeah yeah but that one is really long yeah. um and with this one you know it's set in world war ii yep um and so it seems that a common theme is historical events, you know, that are set in the backdrop of certain films tend to be a little longer. Yeah, like Titanic. Like, <laughs> well, Titanic, yeah. Schindler's List. Yeah, um, Pearl Harbor. Did you ever see that one with uh, Ben Affleck and? No, that's like three no. hours long. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. My uh, friend Sarah earlier in this in this podcast basically said that the movie Titanic was actually longer than. The actual event of the oh. ship actually going down. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Titanic was a long movie. It was a long movie. So for Dr. Shivago, have you gone back and watched it or was it a one and done because it was so long? No, you know, I tend to watch it whenever it's on film. When I know, or, okay. I'm sorry, on, on TV. Television, yeah. on TV, but I don't watch as much TV. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it used to be back in the day, like if something came on, you'd watch it because exactly. but now you everything's no streaming choice. everything's on demand so. right like you had no choice yeah. but these few channels yep. and that's what you watch mm -hmm. um and like yeah these days where you can just like either rent a dvd look on netflix look on amazon and it's instantaneously there right but will you watch it maybe not yeah 
But if it's on television, you have no other choice. Yeah, you might want to watch yeah, it. That's thing. Yeah. So, um, so it seems like a common theme with these. The like, historical. It's a historical um, dramas mm -hmm. that I had discovered, Those and are you great. know they've won so many awards. You know, with Academy Awards sure. and also Golden Globe Awards. Well, I think we'll eventually do an episode on. Um, Oscar winners that we actually enjoyed because I, I the common theme seems to be that just because it wins an award doesn't actually mean it's a great film or that's exactly. uh, got a mass appeal to it. So exactly, Those or if good. there's one certain um, reviewer, right, or critic, you know, that famous critic mm -hmm. that says, "Oh, you have to watch this." Yeah, and usually I tend to think, "Okay, I won't watch that because I don't necessarily like the film sure. that they choose." That's right, and vice versa. Uh huh. So. Um, so yeah, I think the historical dramas mm -hmm. are great, but they do tend to run long, They're and wrong. there's a reason because it's such a complicated story mm -hmm. to tell in that only what three hours would happen, like maybe four years or yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and there was another one, Unbearable Lightness of Being. Never, never heard of it. Really? No. Oh my god. So what's it? Uh, okay. Well, when did this come out? <laughs> In the 90s, I believe. Okay. Well, again, if it's super long, I probably would have based on that. And it's based on a book okay. by Milan Kundra. Okay. Um, it came out in 1988, actually. Mm. And it's two hours and 51 minutes, so Oof. almost three minutes long. And it's about? Um, so it's set in the 1968 Prague Spring of Czechoslovakia when the Russians took over. And yeah, I'm so out. Forget it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no historical films for you? Uh, not, not in Czechoslovakia, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this, this was like an international film. It had all I'm like sure big, it was. huge cast. It had, and you um, lasted through it? Yeah. And yeah. you enjoyed it? I did. But it's too long. Yeah, it was kind of long, but you know who is in the movie. Have you read War and Peace too? No, I okay, don't. Okay, you should. I think this would be good for you. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> okay, well then. <laughs> but you know who is in this film? It's I, Daniel I Day Lewis. Ah, okay. Yeah. How long was There Will Be Blood? Because that seemed like a long movie, but it was still enjoyable. Oh, I re watched that recently. Yeah, that, that's a great movie. Yeah, I actually watched it twice. Well, there you go. It it's wasn't too long for you. Two hours and 38 minutes. Okay, that's a long movie, but you st it is, is good I, enough to keep you going. See, yeah. I can watch The Godfather no matter what. I mean, that's and that's right. three hours, so. Because there's no historical element. No, there definitely is a historical element <laughs> because it's, you know, back in the 20s or 30s. But um, I don't know. It's, it's one that it, it never gets long for me. The third one, on the other hand, does feel long because it's just not as good of a movie. The, oh, really? Yeah. Um, okay. But the first two, yeah, those those are excellent. All right, those are great. Thank you so much, Gwen. Thank you. I'm bored. Okay, after a brief hiatus, David is back. Yay. And uh, this week we're going to do movies that you feel are just way too long. Mm -hmm. So what is your list? So it's funny that you mentioned it because <laughs> that movie being too long is one of, like, my top comments about movies, especially, like, <laughs> Nowadays, I just, yeah, everything takes forever, and it's like, that movie didn't need to be two and a half hours. Why did it just waste two and a half hours on right. this stupid movie? Um, so, yeah, that's one of my, my go-to arguments. Uh -huh. Yeah, like, movies don't need to be that long. Right. And, yeah, like, back in my day, movies <laughs> yeah. would be, you know, a 
brief 90 minutes yeah. and you get everything yeah. and you wouldn't be like oh yeah like I really wish that was longer right. like yeah and now it's just like why are comedies two hours yeah. like that's ridiculous you're pushing your life yeah um, but yeah that being said it's funny because um, that being my go to argument I couldn't really come up with a lot of like specifics <laughs> of like well this was too long right. and this just like yeah but um, one that definitely comes to mind is all of the Hobbit nonsense yes um, I just, yeah, I have no patience for that. Did like, you watch any of them? I have watched all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you kept going back even after yeah. the first time. <laughs> even though I don't really like Hobbit <laughs> bullshit. Um, yeah, I mean, with the Lord of the Rings to begin with, it was kind of understandable because it was like, you know, pioneering at the time. Like, yeah. like oh, that was really new and kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, like this kind of fantasy stuff was like pretty cool back yeah. then. Um, and then like with their subsequent extended blu-ray nonsense whatever's um i don't think i ever actually sat through like all however many hours that bullshit was but well i know they do showings of all three movies and people sit through nine hours or whatever it is and that's just insane and then yeah because the blu-rays i think the extended cuts of those movies are like four hours or something insane (laughs) so i am not a huge yeah tolkien fan so i don't need to sit through all of that now do you enjoy harry potter i like harry potter okay so Um, those aren't too long uh, the they kind of fall in the same. I didn't see that last Fantastic Beasts, mm. um, but as far as like the main Harry Potter yeah. movies, it kind of falls in the same realm for me of the original Lord of the Rings, where it was like the books were so dense, it makes sense that you know let's just film it all and yeah. then we'll just cut it later mm-hmm. and you know make it an enjoyable movie yeah. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like yeah, Lord of the Rings and. Yeah, a lot of, like, a few of the, the Harry Potters were a bit long for me not mm-hmm. being, like, a huge book fan. Right. Um, just, like, if I just want to go in and watch, like, a fun movie, like, yeah, a couple, a couple of them are on the longer side. But the, like, just straight-up Hobbit movies yeah. that, like, recently came out, those were just stupid. <laughs> and then they don't have the, like the backup argument of, like, well, the book was huge. It was like, no, the book was, like, a 200-page, like, whatever. Yeah. It was a kid book. And, yeah, the fact that they were just, like, extrapolating as much and just, like, well, the hypothetical thing that they talked about, let's film that. And, yeah, it was so dumb. That's one nice thing about what Star Wars has been doing. Like, they're not overblown. They're still not, you know, even the originals were only two hours. Yeah. I think Return of the Jedi was a little bit longer, but... Uh, yeah, there's this yeah. Uh, other podcast that I listen to, uh-huh. and their kind of like go-to line is like, "If it was longer than the original Star Wars, you're bullshit." Because like <laughs> yeah. the original episode, like uh, yeah, New Hope, it was two it, two-ish hours mm-hmm. maybe whatever, yeah. and like it set up the whole universe mm-hmm. and like it got like you could that like that's your entry point. Yeah, that was everyone's entry point, and it was it was. It was perfect, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, for these, like, bullshit movies coming out now that it's, like, it's pushing three hours and, like, what are you doing? Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't funny. I don't know if people, if they're thinking, well, you're going, you're paying for the movie and you so you want to get your money's worth. But nowadays, like, yeah. it's going to be out of the theater in a month anyway. You're going to yeah. watch it. You and then you get it at home. Yeah. Um, so it was funny. I normally watch, like, all the Marvel stuff a lot because, uh-huh. you know, they're fun they're lighthearted, like, mm-hmm. they're easy to just, like, have on the background yeah. kind of thing. Um, and Civil War just came on Netflix, so I was like, I'll give it another watch, because yeah. I'd only seen it at the one time in theater, and 
like just hitting play and then seeing the runtime pop up <laughs> of like you have two hours and 40 minutes yeah. buckle in it was yeah. like fuck um and yeah like i like that stupid like whatever but even i don't know i guess it has more of an issue of not necessarily the runtime but just how it was put together as a movie but well especially in the avengers you have so many characters and trying to give a you know a little yeah. bit to everyone but still i think a lot of these movies would be fine a little over two hours yeah but yeah. yeah. All right. So those all of them are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those are all, great. That's all no, I got ready. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fuck the Hobbit. <laughs> Thanks, David. I'm bored. Okay. We're back with Enrica. Hello. Welcome back. Thank we have this week. We're going to do uh, movies that you just feel are way too long. You could still enjoy them, but you right. just feel they could be edited in some way. So what yeah. movies do you have? So mine are probably the super obvious ones. That's the Tolkien. The Peter Jackson Tolkien adaptation. Yeah. I, <laughs> embarrassingly, um, was a huge, and I guess I still am, huge Tolkien fan. Mm-hmm. Like, age 11 to 14, I just, like, lived in that Middle world. Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my <laughs> obsession. <laughs> um, so I, like, read the series, the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had read The Hobbit, like, as a kid. And then I read the Silmarillion and like learned basic Elvish. It was like a whole thing. Wow, you super really embarrassing. Were. Yeah. Well, it was the beginning of my like discover because Tolkien was a, a linguist. Mm-hmm. It was like my the beginning of my discovery for like the love of language, mm-hmm. and that is I think why I liked it so much because I was obsessed with like the the languages and the it was like a way it is and was a way of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. Well, Europe specifically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, back to the film adaptation. Yeah. You know, the I love the movies. I thought the first one was perfect. The second one was the battle sequences were far too long. Mm-hmm. And then in the last one is the one I want to talk about. <laughs> the denouement was an hour. An hour long. And I get that it was like a huge journey for the filmmakers and the actors mm-hmm. and the whole process of wrapping up the project, which is like a 10 year project yeah. was like really emotional. And they were also actually like saying goodbye to one another saying goodbye and wrapping their scenes and whatever. But in the book, the denouement's like a page, maybe like two pages. Right. So it's just obscene. It's like absolutely horrible. <laughs> like there's, and what makes it worse is Peter Jackson decided to, like, make half of those scenes in slow motion. Oh, God. <laughs> like, you can easily have those be in real time. But, like, the scene where Frodo has finally woken up from mm. his coma, and he's in, like, um, Rivendell, and the all the members of the Fellowship are greeting him one by one. It's, like, absurd. <laughs> I was actually laughing when I saw it in theater. I did see it, like, three or four times, but... It's just ridiculous. So, so even though it was that long and it was too long, it didn't. You still went back and saw. You had repeat viewings of this, so it didn't sap yeah. your energy from from watching it again. No, I mean, but I also don't think I'm like a a normal viewer because I was definitely like obsessed. Right. But the 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 stories I think were very well told, mm-hmm. and the films being that long, I think were really good at honoring the books. Sure. Until the last well, hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most yeah. probably it's just Peter Jackson. That's a common theme. It is here. a Peter Jackson Because what he did to King Kong was outrageous. Yeah, and that's like a, a yeah. known, that's another known one, like yeah. being too long. But like, he did a really good job at 
his editors at Wingnut, I think was the name of the studio, uh -huh. really did a good job at cutting down all this excessive, like millions of feet of footage into like three hour sequences. And I think it was fine. But I think that the end of the third one was like a taste of what's coming with Peter Jackson. Like, yeah. he's really going to milk every foot of footage. Yeah. That's just absurd. Like, because then The Hobbit was my second one. Yeah. I did not see two and three. Because mm. you were just turned off by the... Okay. <laughs> I have so many opinions. <laughs> so The Hobbit is a, is a children's story. Mm -hmm. It was Tolkien embracing the whimsy of a lot of more like serious issues in humanity. This this small hobbit who's this insignificant being mm -hmm. has this incredible inner strength and can kind of ignite this revolution more or less within Middle Earth and change the course of history mm -hmm. by obtaining this the one ring, not knowing what it is, but knowing its power and like keeping it to himself, whatever. But there's so much whimsy in the story. There's a lot of singing and po prose and poetry, and it's supposed to be for children to really like get lost in this world, right? But be exposed to some more mature themes sure. along the way. And it was completely bastardized. Mm. Like, first of all, the first movie was like the first 80 pages. Oh, wow. It's only like a 130, maybe three, 230 right. page book it's mm -hmm. not that big of yeah. a book and he oh it was so drawn out and then like legolas is in it and it's just they try to incorporate some like summerland-esque aspects like and i think that's i think hollywood is probably most at fault for this because they something that's successful they want to really milk it they want to stretch it out so it'd been it would have been perfect do you agree with one movie oh and, yes okay absolutely they didn't have to make three one film two sequels, yeah. and the way peter jackson does it and the and recreates the world, I think is beautiful and mm -hmm. so well done and honors his tokens like visual vision. Mm -hmm. But like the storytelling part is just so offensive. Right. <laughs> it's like he was one of the most brilliant storytellers yeah. and character creators and they just like, oh, it's so upsetting uh, to me. Oh, I hated it. So I couldn't even go back like to the theater. I was uh, like, I can't. Like I'll keep my perfect version. Right. Of what it should be. Reread like. the book. That'd be right. Fun. Yeah. Keep it in your head. You so. can honestly reread the book mm -hmm. in real time. Yeah. Because it's the movies are so freaking like drawn out really? that it takes about as long to read That's a book and the book in one sitting mm -hmm. than it does to watch the movies. Wow. And that is not supposed to be. No, not at all. The next two that I was going to talk about, mm -hmm. I actually didn't see. Okay. Because they were too long. Okay. So this is kind of a different theme. That's okay. Um, but like. These past, I don't know, three, four years, I just don't have time to spend three and a half, four hours in a theater or even to like watch a three and a half hour movie on. At home. Yeah. At home. Like, I, who has that kind of time? <laughs> like, you gotta sleep, you gotta cook, <laughs> you gotta like exercise sometimes, yeah. you gotta work, you know? Like, how do you fit in that kind of movies? And I feel like it's been happening too much. Like, I really wanted to see Django Unchained. Mm. I really, really wanted to see it. Yeah. I love Quentin Tarantino. I loved Inglorious Bastards. Mm -hmm. I think that that direction that he was going in was really great. And I heard amazing things about Django. I really wanted to see it. And I just can't. Yeah. It's too dang long. It's, it's like well over three hours. Yeah. Or a three hour movie. Yeah. And then The Revenant was another one. Ah, uh, yeah. I really wanted to see The Revenant. Like it was that kind of dark, Are there any award winners that are just are 
90 minutes now. <laughs> I mean, it's like everything. No. It's got to be an epic. And I don't understand why that's happening. Yeah. It's, you know, it's turning me off yeah. to going to the movies. I think a lot of people. Yeah. I think maybe it's because like 90 minute episodic stuff has been happening on television a lot. Sure. And like, I don't know, movies are like, well, you, if you're going to do that, like we're going we're go to make the yeah. filmmaking <laughs> And film viewing experience, yeah. like a, a, like going to the opera kind of thing, right. which I get. Yeah. Like, sure, that's your thing. But what they should do is back in the old days where you could show, still, it's, you could show an hour and 45 minute movie, but then you could do stuff before that is still entertaining. Like if you want to do short films or um, you could do cartoons and things like that. So yeah. if you want to make it that long experience where you do want to spend three hours, you don't necessarily have to make it all in the movie. Right. Because you're actually there longer because of all the previews. So, That's true. Yeah. Like, you show up, well, in California, forget <laughs> it. You have to show up, like, 20 to 30, 40 uh -huh. minutes early. Where I'm from, you just, like... Oh, that's interesting. You okay. can walk in and really? sit down. So they don't show previews back east? They do, but okay. you can easily skip them and still have a seat. You just okay. walk in and uh, okay. sit down. Mm -hmm. and you have great seats. Okay. And the theaters aren't very big. It's just, like, intimate. Mm -hmm. Here, like, you either have to book in advance yeah. at one of those fancy theaters. Right. Or, like, show up an hour... Early, mm -hmm. I have become an expert <laughs> at the game Deer Hunter. I'm very, very good. I'm a great shot mm -hmm. because I get to the theater so damn early. <laughs> you got to go entertain yourself. And my fiance yeah. loves arcades and yeah. is just a, a total like video game like geek and teaches me all about the cool games and their mm -hmm. history and everything. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. So we do go early for that reason as mm -hmm. well. But like still... It's ridiculous. It I is. shouldn't have to spend like six hours at a theater no, <laughs> to I see mean, a movie. I mean, I guess you're getting your money's worth for, you know, 15 bucks. You got to spend a whole day there, but still. It's that's... not what I want. I like no. the outdoors. I, I would like a day mm -hmm. where I could take advantage and like go on a hike and then yeah. also see a movie. That'd be like, great. Like maybe make it both. And now you can't do that anymore. Not if I also want to like shop for food no. and like wash my clothes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you're going to have to make Sophie's choice. Today. It's, it's really hard. Go see the movie. Yeah, I mean, like we only have like one day together because he works yeah. on Saturdays yeah. and what we can either pick or choose. I know. It's like listen to this podcast. You're going to have to, you know. Yeah. But we're only going to make it an hour, so we're going to be good. So that was it. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you, Enrique. Yeah, no problem. Bye. I'm bored. Okay, we're back this week with Malin and Josephine, and we are going to talk about movies that we feel are just too long. Now, you may like them, and that's okay. You may not like them, and that's equally okay. Um, so who wants to go first today? Josephine's going yeah, to go okay. first. Okay. Okay, so I noticed my list is very heavy on movies that have either these very um, revered auteurs like Terrence Malick mm. or heavy CGI disaster porn movies. Too long. Okay. So I'd say almost any Terrence Malick movie. <laughs> I like his movies, but they're too long, and I feel like you can still experience his cinematic vision even if 20 minutes were shaved off. Sure. And I feel like, do you guys like Patton Oswalt? I, I, I do. Uh, yeah, it depends. He, yeah. he did a bit, I think, on his special for Netflix about how a lot of directors, like male directors who who do like The Godfather or whatever, mm -hmm. like Mr. Coppola, you know, it's these male directors, but the, he's like, he notices the editor is usually a woman. That's a good point. <laughs> who uh, yeah. will just like kind of take everything mm -hmm. he's done that's just like bloated and mm -hmm. self-indulgent and yeah. he'll just like... Whittle it down to what needs to be said. Right. It's 
Yeah. So well, it's like Scorsese movies. They're all, yeah. <laughs> They're all great. Most They're of them are great. great but, yeah. but yeah, a little too long. Yeah. Um, so it's Aang, Aang Terrence Malick. Mm-hmm. The new Ghostbusters, I mm. really enjoyed that. It was a little too long. Okay. How long was it, by the way? I still haven't seen it yet, so. Um, I don't know, but it, it felt... It felt like it was dragging a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, did, what, did it... I mean, I... Did I, you I, like the original one? I like the original okay. one. And I really like, like, Paul Feig and Melissa McCarthy yeah. and Kristen Wiig. Um, and I, like, I loved... I love, 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 love Spy. Mm. So I was really oh, right. looking yeah. forward to Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters. But it was too long. It felt like it wasn't edited correctly, mm. maybe. That's, so that's what it felt Two like. hours and, and 14 minutes. So, yeah, that's... A, that's a long Comedies comedy. shouldn't be that long. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was, it was still good. Yeah. Marvel movies. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I just have them. But um, I like them a lot. A lot of times they're just too, too long. Mm-hmm. I th- maybe they're trying to like squeeze in all these fight scenes yeah. or like a quip here and there. I didn't even like Civil War that much. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch Civil I War? I did. And uh, David uh, Gelber had mentioned the same thing. It's, just, it's two and a half hours. I mean, I get it with all the Avengers and the Civil War. You have all these characters trying to give enough screen time to, but maybe cut back on some of the the characters because it's it's just, it's way too often mm-hmm. like yeah. repeat viewing is tough so. yeah, yeah exactly and then um so i do like christopher nolan's batman trilogy but the last one i felt especially was too long totally the dark knight yeah. was perfect mm-hmm. but the last one was too too long it was almost three hours yeah yeah same thing with interstellar i didn't yeah. like it and it felt too long i really like um jessica chastain and i thought Anne half i'm not a huge Anne hathaway fan but <laughs> i thought she was really good in it not a huge Matthew McCarthy fan. I like Michael Caine. I like Christopher Nolan in general, but it just felt like it was just going on and on. Yeah. And like it, like it was trying to find what it wanted to say through the movie. No. Yeah. No, you don't do that. No, I agree. Like I, I remember being in the theater, just like, okay, it looks like they're wrapping it. No, they're not wrapping it. <laughs> okay, okay. No, like sit back down. <laughs> yes, exactly, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like. A lot of times these directors think, okay, like I want to give them my vision, my experience. And they feel like it has to be like this way. But you can still, as an audience, get that same experience yeah. with 20 minutes shaved off. I kind of liken it to, do you guys drink? Yeah, uh, every now and then. Yeah. Or, or something that you indulge in. So I, I was movies. talking. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like with my friends about how a lot of times when you drink, a, like you'll have a cocktail or a beer or and you have a second one but i feel we always feel like the second one anything after the first you're trying to recapture the feeling of that yes. first sip of the first beer or cocktail or wine or whatever and i feel that way about these long movies like even if they shaved off a half hour you would still get that oh, yeah. first taste mm-hmm. and still experience it and it would still be was it the law of diminishing return? So it's like you take that first bite of pizza, it's the best bite ever, and then as you eat more, it yeah. just it's not nearly as good. So, but the, but yeah. you, you you keep trying to recapture. Absolutely. I feel like that's what these directors are trying to do. Like, yeah. wait a minute, like I've got more to say. When yeah. Really, I could have condensed it into like a sentence, mm-hmm. you know, and you would still get that, um, yeah, vision. And then so the other ones are like San Andreas, oh. Avatar, <laughs> Planet of the Apes, Godzilla, yeah. Titanic. Yeah, it, you're right because I mean, like especially Godzilla and some of these, they were kind of remade. 
back in the day, like you could have a horror movie or a Disney movie. I mean, that's what they were masters at. They, everything was really cut perfectly. Mm-hmm. Disney especially, like he was a master at making sure that there was no fat. Like everything was. Uh, mm-hmm. Slim and, and work perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. One of my picks is Fantasia, so I'll, I'll, you'll yeah. hear that later. But yeah, <laughs> and don't theater owners not like movies that are too long because then they can't show have as many viewers, exactly. right? So yeah. really, it. Yeah. Though the food, and they'll probably buy more food if they're in the theater more. But yes, that's I agree. Yeah. I mean, if it's a really long movie and you're not particularly involved in it, yeah. and you feel like it's stretching out. I mean, it's really hard for me to go into a film and feel comfortable walking out for like any reason. Right. Unless it's a real stinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not coming back. To it's the true. Auditorium. No, yeah. yeah. Even like Tarantino, who like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah even his movies are a little too indulgent. Yeah. 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 Well, like this, the Grindhouse one that he did, I mean, that was purposely supposed to be long and yeah. you know for his his crowd but yeah you're right like they're just yeah they're too long yeah. Yeah. those are great we're gonna go to mail okay so i feel totally unprepared for this because on some level i'm not i don't particularly feel strongly one way or another about the length of movies okay. as long as i feel like the film as uh, a work is kind of done its job whatever that job might be but the topic for this week did make me think back um about the controversy of longer films i guess in the 90s it was still kind of taboo to have a movie in the theaters play longer than 90 minutes Mm -hmm. and this is also uh not totally coincidentally around the same time that laser discs were coming out and the idea of right. director's cuts were getting this kind of elitist view like you know not everybody had a laser disc player and those who did were like oh i can see the long version of this mm-hmm. movie um because goodness knows it would never get into the theaters because it's longer than 90 minutes and i, I think it's like the, the that elitist portion of uh, the home audience was realizing, oh, we're potentially losing out on stories, subplots, um, because of this more or less arbitrary idea that the theaters, uh, at the time they were arguing that people didn't want to stay in the seats for longer than 90 minutes. Right. When really it goes back to what Josephine was mentioning. It, I think it has a lot more to do about well, it's like radio having more and, things in radio the theaters. Radio songs. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, a single had to be two and a half, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. And anything longer than that, we're not going to play that on the radio. So it's, right, yeah. right, because you got to get to the yeah. next commercial That's breaks true. and you got to cram in as many songs exactly. as possible. Yeah. Um, but... So yeah, so in like the 90s, I was getting exposed to these longer editions of films that I, you know, like Brazil and mm-hmm. Jim Cameron films. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And at that time, I was kind of fascinated. And I think a lot of people were becoming fascinated by the idea that a movie could be longer than 90 minutes, and that could substantially change how you perceive the film oh, yeah. and what impact uh, it might have on you and what meaning it had overall Uh um, to the audience. Um, So a few films that I saw back in the day, there was a a four-hour French film that my sister and I went and saw called uh, La Belle Nosus, which was about an artist. Um, uh, I barely remember it. It was a long, long time ago. Uh Um, But anyways... You never rewatched it. No, 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 I never did. But, you know, but my sister and I, we made this event of it. We like packed food sure. and we took blankets and pillows <laughs> into the theater and we knew there was going to be an intermission. Yeah. So we just like went into it, you know, fully prepared for this long film. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think we necessarily thought about whether or not it was overindulgent or just kind of there for the experience. And mm-hmm. it was, a lot of it was just shots of 
the artist painting this nude model. Mm. And, um, and in between those shots, there were ruminations on art and identity and all of this. But it was four hours, so it was a really long time. That's all. Yeah. Um, so I think we probably felt kind of accomplished and cultured, <laughs> having been, you know, just like teenagers in the Central Valley, seeing yeah. this long for our French film. And it was kind of fantastic. Um, so anyway, so that's where I have mixed feelings okay. about this. Is yeah, I, 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 don't, I just so don't why I enjoyed it, but you would never go back to watch it. So it's kind of well, I might if I liked a long film, yeah. but but anyway, <laughs> having said all of yeah. that, I did come up with a few okay. films that I did feel were actually too long. Forrest Gump, for reasons that I've already mm-hmm. outlined in a previous, I had a really bad date. Um, watching Forrest Gump. I do Gump and, Go back and, re- and re-listen to that, that episode. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so context can really define, like outside of the cinematic experience of the film itself, context can make a film kind of expand or contract. And mm-hmm. for, for me, Forrest Gump, I don't know if it feels like a really, really long film to anyone else, but for me, my experience, it meant that film was eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was two hours and 22 minutes. But yeah, I mean, the part I yeah. think part of, like he loses everyone in his life, so that maybe yeah. that's the there's a sadness to it. Like he, he keeps losing; he's not a bad person. He keeps losing all these people. And he didn't do anything wrong, right? I don't know, maybe that's and that's why he keeps dragging. <laughs> but maybe, yeah. well, you know, and for me, it wasn't necessarily anything to do with the film. I remember it being in this kind of like epic thing where it walks this character through um, not just a bunch of different life turns, mm-hmm. but also. Uh, with respect to historical sure. um, turns. Yeah. Um, so maybe, I mean, I should probably rewatch it. But anyway, like I say, the context of my scene <laughs> no, I made it. that yeah. a really, really long movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I also thought about some other films that uh, were kind of CGI indulgent. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, all of them. Yeah. Um, King Kong. Oh, um, the remake. The remake. Was, the was, one from. Yeah, 2000 something. Unbelievably long. It's like long. over three hours, yeah. Unbelievably long. Yeah. Wow. Uh, In each, the original, Each yeah. scene yeah. was unbelievably long. Yeah. And there were more than, there's more than one scene, or there's more than one act, and in each act there was more than one scene, and each of those scenes was absolutely outlandishly long. Every action sequence just went on forever. Three Every hours. possible yeah. permutation of a dinosaur attacking yeah. a person or a... Uh, a giant ape was included in painstaking detail. It, it really didn't need to be quite so. It was three uh, hours and twenty-one minutes. That's insane. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just thought of another one since you're talking mm-hmm. about um, almost any of like the Zack Snyder superhero yeah. punch, face punch type movies. I just tried to rewatch um, Superman, the one with Michael Shannon. And yes, when you're saying yeah. the the Man scene, the scenes mm-hmm. dragged on like forever. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, yeah. Yeah, well, that's one knock on that film. I mean, there were a few, but that final fight scene where they basically destroy all of Metropolis, it's it's, absolutely, it's like a 30-minute scene. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the original King Kong was only... Was it a universal film? It can't be two hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say it was only like 90 minutes or something like that. Um, 
But that's it was a hundred minutes, and that was probably yeah. long for back then for for a monster movie. Well, but, ten yeah. ten minutes over the quota. I yeah, guess, and they really got away with murder. <laughs> I know, but, that was, <laughs> yeah. but that's why you don't need a super long movie to be great. You know, they, no, not necessarily. There yeah. are brilliant, brilliant, brilliant yeah. movies that are short and actually have some of the best character development. It doesn't having a really long scene where the same characters are just talking, right? Endlessly doesn't necessarily equate character development. Yeah. If you look at sitcoms, I was just thinking about this recently. Sitcoms um, have, <laughs> you know, arguably have character development over the course of an episode, yeah. as well as over the course of a season. American seasons are far too bloated. Yeah. But if you just look at episodes of sitcoms, I was realizing just recently how much of a patchwork they are. The beginnings and endings of some of those scenes, if you take them just for the scene is fairly arbitrary. And if you just look at them isolated, they're kind of these isolated arbitrary elements that very concisely create an episode. It's kind of a miracle. I was thinking about this watching some recent episode of episodes of the Big Bang Theory, um, because I had an opportunity recently to see a taping where the isolation of those scenes became really profound because it would just do it over and over and over again. I realized, wow, there's no beginning or ending to that. It's just, it comes out of nowhere and it kind of ends nowhere. And then you flash to something else that's happening on uh, another plot line, but you still have development there. Very, very, very clever. I need to think about that more. But movies should be able to do, you know, more or less the same thing and not go over long and over bloated. So the movie Naked Gun, which was originally a TV show, um, (laughs) it didn't survive on TV because there was too many gags. And when people are watching TV, they're not necessarily focused on TV. They might be doing something else, might be washing Mm -hmm. dishes, eating dinner. But when you're in the movie, you're pretty much going to hyper-focus on the movie. And so the gags worked way better during the movie, even though it was less than 90 minutes, than yeah. it did for a half-an-hour TV show. So I guess, you know, everything has its place. So it's yeah, like, plus you also have to be able to, like, slip into the mood of a TV show yeah, and yeah. out of it yeah. fairly seamlessly. Mm-hmm. So if there's... I wonder how much, like, programming a show is very different from the thing that comes before it, the thing that comes after it, oh, and okay. anything that you're really used to. Yeah. Kind of can affect it, especially if you're on like appointment TV with commercials oh, sure. and you're constantly yeah. being thrown in and out of it. I know that's a foreign concept <laughs> now, but you know, I back know. in the day, you know, you yeah. used to be tossed in and out of a show. It's true. Like, your weed in meant something, you know, the whole Cheers, mm-hmm. Cosby show type. Yeah. Yeah. Friends made a difference nowadays. If you're going to DVR it, who cares what's right, on right, before right. or after? But yeah. Good point. Um, let's see. Okay, Star Wars prequels. Oh, they yeah. were too long in the sense that, one, they exist, and two, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but stop me if I did. Mm-hmm. The uh, episode two, which is, I don't know, I think they go from worst to best, mm-hmm. if you could consider any of those best of anything, um, best of worst of class. Um, so the second one um, my husband and I went and saw in an IMAX presentation mm-hmm. where the reels. Uh, no, I haven't. I didn't see the first. Yeah. I okay. So that. anyway, so the second one focuses a little bit more on the development of the romance between Anakin and Padme. I think. Anyway, who's going to be the future mother <laughs> of Luke and Leia? Okay. Huge spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> They've already seen it. Okay. Okay. No, I know they have, but you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so it starts to focus in on their um, relationship a little bit more. And the acting is so wooden and so awkward and the dialogue so diabolically unromantic. Um, And you have, well, anyway, so (laughs) when we went and saw it in the IMAX theater, so when you take a film 
and you put it in an IMAX presentation. What they don't tell the audience is that the IMAX uh, aspect ratio is much smaller. It's, I think, closer to 4 to 3 than the 2.35 oh, to okay. 1 that panoramic yeah. uh, or scope that uh, the Star Wars are traditionally shot in. So they have to basically do a pan and scan. You lose the sides. Mm. And if m multiple characters, this is like something that was a big deal in the 90s too. Yeah. If you lose, uh, if you have multiple characters in a scene, then somebody has to go in and decide how you're going to see it. And if you have to pan. Anyway. Right. Um, so that happens in IMAX productions. Mm -hmm. Other thing about IMAX, and this is where episode two really won, is that the reels, at least at that time, could only carry a certain amount of film. So they had to edit them down because mm. there were long movies, which meant they had to be selective about what they took out. And thank goodness they took out a lot of the romantic material. So the <laughs> movies felt so much shorter than they actually were. We knew going in, I knew going in, that they were going to be cut down for time. But they felt so much faster and so much more successful. I hate to say it, but I actually liked episode two in the IMAX presentation, mm. even though I went as a total snob, I was like, ah, it's going to be pan and scan. I'm going to hate it because I like watching for the composition of the films. Mm -hmm. um, it went so much better. So much better. It was like the, the Forrest Gump thing I found out. You know, it was a horrible experience. It went really long. I went into the IMAX having already seen it, thinking, oh, God, I have to like go through this horrible date night from these other people. Yeah. Um, and that's going to, when it didn't happen, it just went by so quickly. Yeah. But there should, there was no reason, and, and David mentioned this too, for the original, for, if you're going to be longer than the original Star Wars, you're probably not doing a good job because no, like the actually, first, yeah. the first Star Wars, which was what, episode four. So that was mm -hmm. less than two hours. Yeah. Because I think, uh, uh, 115, like 115 minutes. Right. And then I think Emperor Strike Backs was two hours, two hours and seven minutes. And then, uh, Return of Jedi was the longest at 135 minutes, but if you're going to go longer than that, you're not, you're, you know, why? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> the right, originals right. Are, are classics for reasons. Yeah, and it's uh, it goes back to these; those three films mm -hmm. are really overindulgent in yeah. a lot of different ways. And unfortunately, I don't think there was any responsible kind of checking on the script. Right. Um, so anyway, so there's that. I don't know if I want to bash on that too much more. Um, <laughs> the Hobbit. Um, yeah, that was mentioned, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, Wait, the one with Martin Freeman? The the most recent yeah. one. Right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I mean, I grew up as I grew up with The Hobbit mm -hmm. as a kid's book and I think if they really wanted to do that successfully, they should have tamed it down to you know, basically one movie because it's been done successfully right. in that amount of time. And I mean successfully. Mm -hmm. So it's it's proven it can be done. And and really changed the tone of the film maybe to be Anyway, for someone like me who grew up with it as mm -hmm. a kid's book, if they, I, I, I was really, I, I would have needed a change in tone. Okay. That was super overindulgent. Super overindulgent. <laughs> um, movies that sucked mm -hmm. and were too long, 300 and Gladiator. Those ah. are some of the worst movies ever, and they're just, they never end. Gladiator, you do not make a scene emotional just by putting it in slow motion. That's what I learned from that film. Every single killing is in slow motion, especially the ones that are supposed to be emotional. It doesn't work. I just sat there numb, kind of dead uh, in terms of feelings because it's like, so. Counterpoint, I think just few more. No, I was going to say that um, well, it's on Netflix, and I haven't tried to rewatch it, but um, I I have a special place in my heart for, for Gladiator, because that was when um, I went backpacking in Europe, oh. and I got 
you know, everything's closed on Sunday, so I went yeah. to see Gladiator mm. in Bordeaux. <laughs> and I was uh, just like, oh. I think yeah. that, that's a, you know, that might be a great episode where movies were tainted one way or the other based on your own personal experience of what yeah. you're going through at that time. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you again, Forrest Gump, yeah. if you go in a different frame of mind, you might like it. And then maybe if you were not backpacking in Europe, you might not like <laughs> yeah. Gladiator as much. I think that would be a fascinating study to see. Well, and for yeah. me, Gladiator also falls flat because of my academic background. Mm-hmm. And so I went into it as an architectural, art and architectural history snob, specifically with like a lot of research on that. Era. Sure. And so I went in and I was like, ah, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's yeah, I remember at that time, like Russell Crowe was like so huge. Yeah. yeah he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything he was in could not fail. But I, yeah, I just thought that was yeah. too long. But, um, oh, and then, okay, Tarantino. <laughs> uh, so now I want to move to directors who I absolutely love. Um, yes, Tarantino. I do have a, I have a love-hate relationship with him because he's, kind of crazy and he's oh yeah um hateful eight is ridiculously long it's a it's a one room kind of um uh, gosh you know, it's like the cu- cube have you ever seen cube that sci-fi film you okay so yeah. cube it's it's uh it's a scenario that's a science fiction example it's a scenario where you have a bump, bunch of people in a room trying to get out hateful eight bunch of people isolated basically in a room and we're there to watch and see who's going to be the last man standing. Mm-hmm. And it goes on for flipping ever. And there aren't really that many twists and turns. Nothing, absolutely nothing that we haven't seen before. Absolutely nothing that we haven't seen before from Tarantino. So it's kind of painfully predictable in those terms. And mm-hmm. it just goes on forever. Yeah. Um, I was really interested in it because he was doing the whole roadshow presentation in 70 millimeter. And then I was really disappointed that he would waste 70 millimeter film on mostly the interiors of the same room for like a three hour plus film. I wanted to see more of the exteriors right. and mm-hmm. maybe more interesting interactions. And uh, really you had some boilerplate characters that we'd seen before from him and, uh, I don't really think the actors, all of which were excellent, except one or two who fell flat Mm -hmm. um, in the third act, um, didn't have much to work with. And so, like, Tim Roth... Was wasted. Yeah, yeah, totally wasted in that. I mean, sure, he gets to try out a new accent, but (laughs) it it didn't really fly very far. So that was a disappointment. Another one that I, I probably will think of differently... In the future, I don't know. Um, Inland Empire by David Lynch is a film that is super indulgent because I think he finally got to a point. This is why I'm kind of on the fence about it. But I think he got to a point where he wanted to explore some themes in a great depth, the depth that he hadn't had the opportunity to do before. And he just went all out. Mm. And so it's a really, really, really long film, and I'm with him for most of it, but it probably could have been pared down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I think that is because he had just recently, before that, done Mulholland Drive, where some of these, some, some of these similar, similar themes are explored, just not maybe Oof. as fully as you. Three hours to. and seventeen minutes. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, <laughs> so it's it's a longer film, and it really Mohan Drive has more anchors mm-hmm. than Inland Empire does. 
Um, so it's easy to get lost in it. And if you're not used to maybe doing three plus hour film meditations, mm -hmm. which is really kind of the, the, the mind work, uh, the mental framework that I think the audience has to get into for that film, yeah. then it's going to be really, really challenging. And I found that one challenging, not because of the narrative deconstruction, but just going back over the same material yeah. over and over and over again. So I don't know. I may think of that one differently <laughs> in the <laughs> future, but yeah. it's a really long, hard journey. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks to everyone who agreed to be interviewed for the show. Uh, I did have a few others, and so I'll go through those. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which uh, Kent mentioned, so I won't go into that again. Uh, Casino, I think Sarah kind of touched on it. I, I do really enjoy S Casino, but it is over three hours long, and Scorsese in general just goes way too long. Uh, the Ten Commandments, that's a, a one and done. That is a super, super long epic uh, too many superhero movies are well over two and a half hours now. You know, maybe it's partly because they're not eliminating these these movies to just one villain or one character. It's like the plethora of the whole universe. Well, maybe they should just cut back and have one villain like they used to, and we can top out at two hours. That'd be great. Um, and lastly, Scarface. So Scarface with Al Pacino, even though some people seem to love this movie, it, it, it does go too long. All right, now is for the plugs. You got to go to iTunes. We need to get higher ratings in iTunes. So please, if you have an iTunes account, subscribe so you can get our weekly show. And then also rate and review the show. The more ratings we get, the higher in the algorithm we will be so that other people can hear this wonderful content. All right, please go to iTunes. Next, if you have an Android phone or simply don't want to use iTunes, you can always go to Podbean. So you go to damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com and check us out there. You can subscribe there as well. You can go to our Facebook page so you can get up to the date um, when I release the new shows. And you can also go to YouTube if you choose to listen there. All right, until next week, this is Brian signing off. Fuck the Hobbit.